Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noel Hulahan. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Nick Pacone, I have to tell you that my headset is broken. I don't know how long my headset has been broken, but I reviewed everything and apparently it's been sounding like crap for a while. So right now I'm shouting into my laptop, so I'm sorry if this sounds weird, but it's the best I could do at such short notice. I also have to tell you about some upcoming shows this very weekend. That's going to be the 14th and 15th of April at John Con. Come see us do stand-up comedy, Game the Gamer, and Beyond the Tentacle. That's going to be at Johns Hopkins University. So come to Baltimore, Maryland. You know you miss Oticon. And join us for John Con. Also, on April 29th, we will be at the Stevens Institute of Technology for Castle Point Anime Convention. We'll be doing four different shows, including stand-up comedy, Game the Gamer, and Making Your Nerd Dream Job a Reality. So please, come check us out there. And if you can't, please join us April 30th at ZenkaiCon for some cosplay pro wrestling. As we're heading to Lancaster for some beautiful cosplay pro wrestling. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by... Visit GigamaxGames.com. Do you like video games? Then this website is for you. GigamaxGames.com. G-I-G-A-M-A-X-G-A-M-E-S.com. Gigamax Games offers the latest updates, reviews, and industry news focused on the world of gaming. Original articles, videos, and more every week. Your favorite games are being reviewed right now at GigamaxGames.com. You can also find them on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch TV, all at Gigamax Games. Keep up to date with all things gaming at GigamaxGames.com. By gamers, for gamers, GigamaxGames.com. Go check it out now. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Who's ready for a podcast? Clearly not Will. <laughs> Who's here to do other things or currently being annoyed by a podcast? We're, not, we're almost to the point where we're annoying. We'll get to that point at some point. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamer's Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host as always, TV's No Houlihan, and I am joined by the Anakin to my Obi-Wan, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? No, that's not correct. There's there's much darkness in you, sir. I I think if anything, I'm. Well, you're wearing a black hoodie. I'm wearing a white hoodie. It makes sense. <sighs> that's true. All right. <laughs> I gonna say, you're going to be mad. I think, I, I think I'm the R two D two to your Obi Wan. To my Obi Wan? Yeah, they pout around in the bad movies. <laughs> I don't want to be from the bad <laughs> movies. Well, Anakin's not in the in the good movies. We we don't really interact a lot, and then I kill you with a sword. That's, All right, that's probably yeah, that's, yeah okay. That's, of the ways you, you might it together, you might die. Yeah, that's probably our, inordinately high. Our guest this week is a writer for the Philly Voice. He also hosts the Straight Shooters podcast. Please give it up for Nick Picone. Thank you guys. Thanks. You for guys me. didn't give it up for Nick Picone yeah. at all. <laughs> 
It's definite. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, so we'd like to start with an icebreaker question. Oh, boy. Today's icebreaker question yes. comes from Jeff Stormer. He would like to know, which X-Men do you think you could take in a fight? Ooh. Uh, none of them? None of them. Really? You're not going to... Oh, I'm trying to think of the terrible I'm ones. You're a coward. I'm a coward. I coward. Well, if you if you were forced to yeah. fight, well, one if of you them. were in the the danger room, yeah, you're in the you danger get room. Out. Oh, geez. and you have to spar with someone. But you why get to pick. Why not Wolverine? Why? Is that why? Happening? So you're no, gonna see, go that's a mistake. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with maybe the, the most powerful, one. or at least well, the, the scariest one to fight. I'm trying to th- yeah, his, uh, his title's why. like the deadliest something. If I'm a coward, what he does I'm is not very nice. He's the best at what he does. Well. See, this doesn't track with your coward claim. Exactly. Though. Oh, you don't make any Reverse sense. Reverse psychology. He's <laughs> just going to hope to freak him out. Yep. <laughs> oh oh man, this guy must be so powerful if he wants to fight me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to lay down. Yeah, <laughs> give up. I can't I'm die, I'm die but <laughs> <laughs> I'll just back away slowly. <laughs> How about you, Will? Who would you take on? I can't remember. There is a plethora of useless mutants. Oh, yeah. There's a, don't go with Wolverine. No, I wouldn't <laughs> go with Wolverine. I got him. Uh, unless I'm Juggernaut, I think I have nothing to fear from Jubilee, because her powers only ever seem to affect him. Jubilee does have Juggernaut's number nine out of ten times. Yeah, they, they, her fireworks affect nothing until he's around, and then he's like, oh, I hate fireworks. I'm like a dog on the 4th of July. <laughs> uh Caliban have powers, or is he just ugly? Do you? Does anyone know who that is? Uh, Caliban was, of course, he was in the Logan. slave in the Tempest. By yeah, William Shakespeare. Yeah, and I'd want to fight that guy. <laughs> he already seems broken. It would just be easy. I know we talked about Caliban very recently, but I, well, he's in Logan. He's Stephen he, Merchant. He, oh, okay, yeah. then yeah, and he's in would, Apocalypse too. Caliban's I, a good one. Does then. he have powers? I only remember him from the cartoon, and he just kind of like research department. Don't hit me. And I feel like I'd be real good at fighting a guy with that kind of attitude. That's true. That's true. Uh, I- I'm torn between between Toad. Oh, no. Well, do you know what happens to a Toad <laughs> when it gets struck by lightning? Mm-hmm. Are you aware? <laughs> I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think if I had to pick, I guess we could with Skin. See, but he's got powers. I know. They all have powers. They're X-Men. Yeah, but something like there's that kid from the second movie that just can change the channel with his eyes. Oh, no. You could probably beat him up. I would fight the X-Man from the third one that just has the cure in him. (laughs) You have no power here. Because I don't have any mutant powers, so it's just me beating up a kid. Because I think he's based on a comic character called Leech, and I was trying to remember if Leech sapped life out of humans, too, because if not, I'd be like, ah, you got nothing on me. that child around. (laughs) It's just fighting a human child. (laughs) Yeah, I think I could take a human child. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my choice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wolverine. It's just such a mistake. (laughs) Uh, so I think the ice is sufficiently broken. So Nick, tell us about the I think straight Nick shooters. Said one, I think he said Wolverine, and we made fun of I him. I don't remember that. And then we had a conversation. <laughs> I, I remember nothing. <laughs> well, Nick, tell us about the Straight Shooters podcast. Uh, well, every Friday we record a live broadcast from six to seven on WildfireRadio dot com. Wildfire and Radio we, syndicates this show, so yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Big big fan. Um, we. I host with Philly.com's Vaughn Johnson, who broke the story of the Royal Rumble coming to Philly 
In oh, really? He, had the ex- 20, he broke the news? 2018, yeah. I was jealous a little bit. Did he break the news that Battleground is also coming to film? He film? did not. He did not. Oh. Uh, we were both at Raw, yeah, two Mondays ago when that Just broke. Heard. We didn't know that. So. Oh, okay. I thought he was at Raw when he broke the story that it was yeah. the Royal Rumble was coming. Hey, guys! Uh, like, it was overnight, too, so, and he sent me like the Like, Triple link. H just walked by. He's like, yeah. Rumble's coming to Philly. <laughs> he, what? So, what, Mr. H? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, the cool thing, a guy that used to work at the Wells Fargo Center uh, told us SmackDown was coming to Philly in September, long before it was announced. Oh, really? So we, we actually broke that, too. So uh, it's a cool podcast. We talk about, like, a topic, uh, usually per week, like... Because we record on Friday, we we don't really you by Friday you've already heard what's going on with Raw and SmackDown WWE. Right, a lot of the indies stuff uh, is on the weekend. So locally, we really we're trying to bring indie wrestling to kind of like a podcast level, but gotcha. we're not really uh, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> we're trying WrestleMania we're failing, but we're trying. Well, well, WrestleMania, yeah, it, it was kind of hard to do it at. At this point, maybe in the summer, we'll uh, try and get more indie-style uh, discussion going on. Yeah. Got to uh, talk about Chikara. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you get some spectacular guests. We, we do. We're lucky. Like, not too long ago, you had Jim Ross on your show. Jim Ross was on there before SummerSlam last year, and he was on there... I want to say before the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, something like January. that. Right, right around that. So he's a friend of the show. Uh, <laughs> our hearts went out to him. You know, a few weeks ago, yeah, he so lost his very wife. Very unfortunate. And, um, we reached out to him to you know send him our condolences. And, you know, I'm sure he's had plenty of those. So and he just recently resigned with WWE. So yeah, how about that? I'm not sure if we'll be able to get him back. Yeah, now. Yeah, I think you've, he's out of your price range yeah, now. But, but. Uh, he's a great guest. He he was so. How did you get Jim time. Ross on your show? Well, uh, so we've had former WWE creative writer Andrew Goldstein on the show before. Ooh, I'd love to pick his brain. Yeah, he's a great guest, too. We've had him on three or four times, and uh, we reached out to him. Is there a way possibly we can get Jim Ross on the show? And he has his contacts, so he sent us his info. I was like, he gave me pointers, you know, before emailing him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it gave me his number. Like, Compliment his Jim, hat. Yeah, Jim yes. Ross gave me his number. I'm like, oh, my God, I got Jim Ross's number. So I call him, like, every day. I'm like, what's up, Jim? <laughs> hey, Jim, <laughs> what's up? Just having some pancakes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Teaching a <the> class. Yeah. <laughs> Just chilling. Get him on speakerphone. But, uh, yeah. Kids, if you don't settle down, I'm going to call Jim Ross, and he's going to yell at you and see how bad you're being. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to hear that. But, uh, <laughs> Got him on Facetime, <laughs> and he uh, he's joined us for the whole hour, both times he yeah. was on the show. So, like, more than gracious with his time. We couldn't be happier with how the shows have performed too. A couple of our most downloaded shows on iTunes. So, uh, yeah, it's one of our favorite guests, and Andrew Goldstein as well. His shows have done well, and he. It's really awesome to pick his brain about what he. He was only in WWE for about six months. He, well, I hear being a writer in the WWE is the worst thing that can happen yeah, to a human it's, being. It's pretty much death. I don't know what they're writing, of course. I mean, it's a sport. <laughs> I don't think that's the their stance anymore. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he's great. So, And we had Anthony Bennett on the show, a Cruiserweight Classic participant. Oh, really? Yeah, he, from Paulsboro. And he he's from Paulsboro? He's from Paulsboro. Well, he needs to come on this show. <laughs> He's on Twitter. 
Yeah, I, I, I would I definitely know. at reply him. <laughs> I mean, like this crowd of people would love to see Anthony Bennett, right, yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, and you also write for the the Philly Voice. The Philly Voice, yep. What do you do for them? Uh, so I, when I started there, I would do Raw and SmackDown recaps. And this was before the brand extension hit last summer. So it's kind of like SmackDown was kind of... Yeah, there's no really reason great. to report on yeah. SmackDown. <laughs> it was a cool way to get paid, though. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so once the brand extension happened, I was doing both shows, Monday, Tuesday, and... Uh, it just became too much, so uh, we cut it back down to just pay-per-views now for WWE. Uh, anything local, maybe, like if I can break a story like Vaughn did with the Royal Rumble, like maybe I can get something up there. But uh, yeah, right now it's just pay-per-view recaps, thoughts, analysis, which I still love doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to get more into stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, you're right. Like... We're so close to Philly. That's where indie <laughs> wrestling like lives and breathes, and I, man. Yeah, and I'm I'm right there. I'm like 15 minutes from South Philly. So Are you going to I have the, zero excuses? You going to the convention on the what was that 22nd? There's a big wrestling convention. Uh, you know what? I got a uh, little pla- uh, ad for that when I was at Raw. To, <laughs> to an ad. I thought what you were going like a press pass or something. <laughs> yeah, I need one. I need one. I don't know. I, I well, you got to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, we can. I don't have them. <laughs> can you get me one? Can you make me no. one? No. I, I, can, but, I can write so. it on a piece of paper. <laughs> well, I can laminate it and then it'll yeah. look. Nick know. can be here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, you know. Well, mine would be a hat that says they don't press respond. on it on a piece of paper. Yeah. No, they I was trying to get one through Wi-Fi Radio. You know, well, <laughs> a hat? Can do it? Who knows? You can get hats from a store. <laughs> I can do that, too. <laughs> but if you, if you got hat money, that is. Yeah, that's in a separate bank account. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I need, I need. Yeah, you're right. I need. This is the first thing I've contributed in like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're all we're all really tired. But uh, this is a great episode. I'm talking right? too much, aren't I? So, I know this is going to end up dominating most uh, dominating most of the podcast. So let's get it started. What did you think of WrestleMania? Because I made Will watch it, and Will yeah. hasn't watched wrestling. Yeah, in- I, I hope I. Here's I I'm friends with Noah. I'm friends with, with Thanks. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of indie wrestlers. And so like I, I live this weird because I'm not I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm not like uh I've never sought it out on my own. Like I just kinda I'm I end up at shows with people I know. And this last year I've it's been I've caught a couple and it's like been really cool. And then to go back I haven't watched WWE for like fifteen years. And then I just WrestleMania was the first thing I'd seen in years, yeah. and I was like, "It was really boring compared to indie stuff." <laughs> I loved it. You loved WrestleMania <laughs> okay. this year? No, I, I, I'll say I liked it. Okay, that was quick to talk you down from being <laughs> in love with it. No, uh, I I've, I've been to some rest, indie wrestling shows over the years, and it's funny because the, one of the first ones I went to was when AJ Styles came back to ZZW for a match in their 15th anniversary show years ago. Yeah. It was like right as he left TNA. And uh, the whole show was great. Like the card and everything. But then like the next month the show was like, eh. You know, <laughs> because AJ like, Styles yeah, wasn't was like, there. <laughs> was, was that the factor why I enjoyed the show so much? Even like, Yes. He wasn't <laughs> yes, it was. Like, even the, I, I felt like the other matches were so good compared to the, the next month. So... 
I've been to more CZW shows than any indie company. Uh, been in Ring of Honor tapings, and that's obviously they have a great reputation for a yeah. reason. Absolutely. And I actually I've done a couple interviews, uh, Chris Daniels and Donovan Dijak, but the the PR guy that I speak to, he gets mad when our ROH is labeled an indie company. <laughs> they have a national TV deal. Yeah, I would go ahead and say that they're like the number two company yeah. in America right now. Yeah. Because TNA slash Impact is garbage. Right. That nobody, it's a joke. No, I, I don't even watch it. I DVR it and then I, write, <laughs> sometimes I, I even it. cancel it you know, like, <laughs> because it's just a two hour waste. I was so, Sometimes my box just goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, I, I record it so then I can actively destroy it. Yeah. I'd rather it feel good. watch The Great Indoors or something on CBS. Yeah. So. <laughs> New Joel McKelsey come? Yeah. All right. <laughs> was that the wrong thing to say? No. Yes, that was incorrect. I have no opinion towards it. I just wanted to know that we, what we were talking funny. about. No, yeah. Um, but, you know. I think Ring uh, of Honor gets tagged as an indie thing because it fe- like it's similar to, right. in its style. I've In my experience, Ring of Honor has been two YouTube videos that people have sent me since <laughs> I watched WrestleMania. And they're like, your opinions are not yet formed about wrestling. <laughs> but it's been awesome. It, it just, it feels to me like, Indie wrestling is the Marvel movies right now, and like WWE is old DC movie, like pre Iron Man superhero movies, where they're like, well, we still have to take it a little bit seriously, or people won't like our movies. And Indie's like, no, just explosions and Robert Downey Jr. And <laughs> it's a comic yeah. book. Who cares? It'll be fun. Yeah, and and it's funny how they've WWE's been signing these top indie guys from around the country in recent years. I think Styles was really the first guy to start the wave of well, Kevin Owens, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but Styles, and now the past year and a half, like so many people are coming over from the top indie spots, Japan, uh, which, you know, I don't think any, even the indie fans here in the U.S. are, I'm not even fully know everything about New Japan or Japan yeah. Japanese wrestling in general. I, I try or most to keep of Japan really. Yeah. <laughs> like where is it? But yeah, they eat raw it's fish, still I think. Far away. Yeah. Godzilla destroys <laughs> it's a, it like I think it's in wild. China. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> so, you're right. Uh, indie wrestling I think is an is a niche that or niche niche Nietzsche? Nietzsche, Nietzsche. the philosopher Nietzsche. <laughs> no, that one's way and, wrong. <laughs> And I enjoy it, but WWE's what you know makes the money in mainstream right now. So I have to focus more on that. Right. But I and I feel like I'm missing a lot because the, the eye pay per views like I could they're on demand. So why not, why don't I just pay like twenty bucks? Yeah, or 30 don't bucks to watch it? Yeah. And I have Ch- no good excuse. Chikaratopia. Yeah. <laughs> you get their entire library for under ten dollars a month. That's that's. Eighteen That's years good. of wrestling. That's good stuff. You can, you can do a I commercial. More no, companies. I just think it's a great product. Will <laughs> <laughs> over on great on com. <laughs> Everyone should have it. It makes it brings joy and happiness. Just say it. Yeah, what I, I, what I, does Chikara mean again? Chikara means. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Why sh- would you know? <laughs> I want to say strength. Might be energy. Okay. But I think it's strength. Just popped in my head. Possibly power. That'll be more relevant. Uh, I'll bring it up later. (laughs) 
Miss Power. Thank you, research department. Thank you. I could have been wrong last week. Strength, power, or Chikara? Yeah. Google says power. Meets power. Oh, all right. Okay. Meets power, Will, Good. you idiot. Thank you. I want to cut out all the other parts and just cut oh. right immediately to. Meets power, you idiot. It'll be weird you're so mean. Yeah, it will. <laughs> so why did you like WrestleMania? I thought every match besides the last match of the, of the night was better than I expected it would be. Really? I, yeah, even the Battle Royal. The, I, I would say the Battle Royal was better than I thought. Orton Wyatt? Orton Wyatt I have, was I have probably, a lot. That's the one I have the most opinions about. I, I, I think <laughs> the way the lights went out and they had... And they had bugs. Know, yeah. That was, like, unique. So that, it, yeah, it, but it, they it, had it. That would have been so cool if they had sold it. It felt right. like they weren't happy. It was ha- like it came on, and the announcers instead of being like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" Right. They're like, uh, "It's like bugs." <laughs> and we, let's keep going. Let's, yeah. It's not and really landing. Let's keep yeah. going. Yeah, maybe it, it, it was Randy like Orton the lack acted of crowd. Like he thought bugs were on. Yeah, or like yeah, like yeah. there was some kind of like swamp magic affecting an instead it. of him like. It's dark. I'll wait till the lights come back on. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to move because I was so. And then your ending, having it switch. That Orton does it and it's Yeah, Bray Wyatt does it three times. Each time Randy... Like, Randy Orton's winning the match. This is how I thought it should have gone. Fantasy booking. You're already a wrestling fan. And then (laughs) Swamp swamp Magic happens and Randy Orton's like, Oh, no! And he, like, falls over. He can't handle it. It's bugs. And then the last time, and then he goes to do it again, and then Randy Orton, like, he powers up, and it's snakes, which I think is his thing, I assume. Yes, he's the viper. And then, yeah, and then he just beats Bray Wyatt. And you're like, oh, he's a wrestler and swamp magic. That would have made sense. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> instead, it did. A lot, yeah. <laughs> instead, it felt oh. like everyone as, who was part of the show was also confused. Like Tyler yeah. Durden had snuck in <laughs> and put those crickets on there. Well, like, there was no crowd reaction either, you know. It's kind of, maybe that. I feel like it's because it. the rest, like Bray Wyatt, sat in the it. corner and Randy Orton waited for it to be over. Yeah. Well, so like why I would said, they react? From his perspective, light shined in his eyes. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of those seats were also terrible, so yeah, they he, also he couldn't no see what, idea was what was happening. It's like, yeah, the ring's right. kind of brown. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, it felt it was a really cool idea that just felt like. Someone along the line didn't like and didn't want to commit to. Right, and the ending just came out of nowhere. Yeah, like literally, know. and I know that's the and, point, but I still hate right. it. And I, <laughs> that soured me on that. Uh, Orton probably should have won the title, but I like no. That I makes like sense your thematically. I like your way, though. Let's know. I still know as yeah. yeah, thank you, <laughs> but I don't. I don't have a lot to talk about with wrestling yet. <laughs> well, lucky for you, Will. We like to geek out on this podcast, <laughs> and we do it the same. We call what you watch, what you read, and what you play. It's where we talk about what we're watching, and what we're reading, and what we're playing. Nick, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? Uh, the Great Indoors on CBS. <laughs> oh, it's the wrong answer. <laughs> Is it uh, good? <laughs> I think it's funny. It's more adult humor than we're used to in sitcoms nowadays. Really? <laughs> yeah. To me, because I feel like the 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 time where the family gets together <laughs> and watches the same show is over. Everyone has their own no, television. Not yet. Like if right. you're going to go ahead and watch your show, I'm going to my room and watching my show. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, can I change my answer? Yeah, you may. Okay. There's not a lot of rules here on the podcast. <laughs> what am I watching? Homeland. Homeland. Okay. Yes. I thought did that end or not yet? I think I'm thinking of more, 24. More is there a episode. difference? 
between Homeland 24 and 24 and Homeland. Yeah, they are indeed yes, different they shows. have two right. separate titles. <laughs> and that's where it stops. <laughs> uh, I, I One of them's got a Sutherland. Actually. I've heard really good things about 24, but I've never watched it. I don't really care about either of them. But Homeland, Homeland. is about the, the soldier that comes back and he's like yeah. kind of brainwashed. Yeah, he that might was be a like, traitor. Like the first couple seasons. Well, I like think a Manchurian Season candidate. three, he, they killed him off. Oh, so he spoilers, could, I guess. I thought he was the main alert. character. He, he was what a for twist. a certain amount of time. Oh, three seasons, but, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in their sixth season now. And that is my it, least favorite The story favorite has thing. changed. Yeah. It's, now the, the main character is the woman that was trying to, I guess, get that soldier back in the U.S. Instead of a double agent, he was just working for the U.S., yeah, there were he was on both sides of the fence at a certain point. So now, you know, they had a kid together before oh, he, no. before he died. Yeah, she was pregnant with his kid, and now oh, and now the baby's a double agent. She, yeah, she's in the story now. Yeah, oh, yeah. spy baby, <laughs> which is a great name for a show. So I think there's one episode left in this season. So this is what uh, Showtime? Hmm? Where, where, where does this air? Showtime. Showtime. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it it never struck me as something that like I needed to watch. I was like, I'm Neither. sure this is good, but I don't. It doesn't tickle my fancy. The, how I got into it was I binge watched the first two seasons before the third season started because I heard so much about it. Figured give it a shot, and I really started liking the storytelling. Was suspect, but. Every season has that moment. It was almost like Game of Thrones, where they and I've I've started watching that mm. a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, you were looking at me. Like, no, know. it doesn't care for Game we, of Thrones. We get into this fight a lot on this podcast. I can't stand Game of Thrones. Okay, then I'll stop talking about it. I like well, Will <laughs> likes it. Why well, like six uh, or five of those six seasons? Yeah, I I started watching season four. And actually, You're still good. When season four came and the started. season after that, you don't need to watch. Yeah. It's skippable. Yeah. I did not read the books, so... I'm sorry. They're, they're, they weigh too much. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You're not really missing words. anything. not carrying all that around. <laughs> there's nothing happening in those books that ain't happening in that show. <laughs> That's not true. There's a lot, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I tell people... They're like half good. Yeah. I read them. I don't know. Yeah. Watch the show. Uh, William, you watch anything good? Yeah, I... I've been meaning to talk about this for weeks. Uh, oh, Exciting. I watched Iron Fist. Okay. And I had you, f- a, you finished it. I fi- yeah, I'm done with Iron Fist. And okay. I had a weird experience with it cuz I I liked it. And I was like, and everybody online's like this show is terrible. Are you familiar with The Iron Fist? I've heard about it, but I've not. Um, you watch any of the the Netflix Marvel stuff? No. Okay. Indoors taking up all your time. <laughs> Binge watch out. that all the time. <laughs> and, but I liked it, and then everybody online hates it, and I kind of stopped. I rewatched the last two episodes again, and I was like, you know what, internet, you're right. This show is horrible. And I realized I liked it because I really dig old kung fu movies, right? Which, aside from the martial arts, are also terrible. Yeah. And so I re- I'm like, I dig this because this is my childhood. Poorly written, the characters make no sense, the fighting's really good. Okay. So, it, it strikes a nostalgia chord. Yeah, it's like one of the worst fights is my. There's, they do a, uh, a pagoda of death tribute, and that's they also like they throw to a lot of old movies I used to watch, and uh, he has to fight a bunch of different martial artists. Uh, he like 
they get harder as he goes up. Oh, in a tower. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them is just it's my favorite plot. There's yes. a bunch of guys. You really want to get to the roof for a reason. And like, well, when he fights these Russian dudes with knives, and at one point he's like, "Oh, there's two of you. That's not allowed." And they're like, "Yeah, it is." He's <laughs> like, "Ah, oh, damn, kung fu rules." Say, <laughs> but one of them is just a lady with poison needles, and like he's in a death match, and yeah. she walks up and she's like, "Hey, kiss me," and he's like, "Oh, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should." I was like, "What are you doing?" I'm gonna kiss her. And he does, and he gets stabbed with poison needles. Ah, been poisoned. <laughs> what a ruse. Uh, who'd have thought this lady with all this spider stuff on in this room that looks like a spider web? Uh, I couldn't figure out what her gimmick was. I thought she was one of those kissing spiders. You know, the pre-match kiss before the, the competitor shows up. Yeah, yeah. So spiders that are famous for just kissing you and then leaving you alone. <laughs> yeah. Typical spider. But yeah, nobody's motivation makes sense. Like, episode to episode, what drives the characters changes drastically. Yeah. Like, main dude's like, I left to, I wanted my life back. No, I wanted revenge for my family. No, you know what? I just didn't want to, I didn't feel right with a bunch of Asian people. No, you know what? I did feel right. It's vengeance again. <laughs> We're back to vengeance. No, no, I don't want to kill. I'm just, I'm not killing anymore. Like, what do you want to take a day. <laughs> so, written terribly. I don't know. I thought it was entertaining to watch. Okay. I gotta get through Luke Cage first. You uh, probably won't like this show. All right, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta write jokes about stuff. We it's con season. Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, dread. Uh, so, I meant to bring this up last week, but I just didn't. Uh, I saw It Follows. Ooh. Have you seen It Follows, Nick? No. Right. It's a lot like The Great Indoors. <laughs> very, yes. very similar. Uh, Joe McHale banging a lot of teens in that show? Uh, no, actually his age. Oh, wow, good for him. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So everyone kind of, like the, the big hubbub is like, make sure you don't know the twist going in. And like, I feel like everyone knows the twist now. Like it, it's been out forever. If you don't want to know the twist, you're going to have to fast forward, <laughs> okay? Uh, but it's about a monster. You can't describe this movie without... Without knowing it, yeah. So yeah. I don't know how you, like, get to someone Unless, to see the what film. What is it? It's a horror movie. What about? Oh, uh, I can't. Yeah, it follows. <laughs> Goodbye. Every review Every, yeah, every yeah. review gives away. It's about how... It, it's, it's a metaphor for, for STDs. What? Uh, mm. If... It's a curse monster that will follow you slowly, always walking, and come up to you and kill you uh, unless, as it gets very quiet in here, you have sex with someone else and then you pass the curse on to them. And then it won't come and kill you until the person you've had sex with is killed. So, like, you're always, like, looking over your shoulder for this, for this thing. Only you can see it. Only people with the curse can see it. And it can show up in the form of any person. It could be a person you know, or it likes to be old naked people for some reason, which is a ghosts like to do that. A dead giveaway, in my opinion. (laughs) But I loved this movie. Like it was, it was just very cool. Uh, I, I, I like you know the murder game show type thing. So I like things with very strict rules. It's like this is how it works deal with this situation. It's like, okay, this is something I can get into. And whenever I'm super into something, I go online and I watch like other people talk about it. And everybody else kind of didn't like it. Really? I heard... Yeah, I was like, I thought everybody liked this movie. Everyone's like, nah, this, I mean, there's nothing to this movie. 
overall, I think it's one of the best directed films ever. There's a lot of like, they do this fun thing where so much will be happening, so the camera will just kind of spin. <laughs> so you get a 300 degree, 360 even, <laughs> uh, degree uh, view of the, of the space. And like you see people panicking in a corner, and you see other people talking. And then way in the background, you'll see just like one random person walking. And then it'll spin away, and then when it spins back, they're a little bit closer. It's like, that's a really effective shot. So I thought it was fun. Uh, It's really good as a one and done, (laughs) but they've already announced the sequel. Oh, that's not necessary. What follows it follows will not be good. (laughs) And that's the joke I wrote. I got it out. Good. I'm proud of myself. You're right. That sounds exactly like The Great Indoors. It sounds exactly like with like the indoors. Yeah, yeah. 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 They made it into a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that brings me back to Nick. What are you reading? Mm. Or if you want to cheat, yeah. you can do a podcast because I'm cheating this week. Oh, that's all. Well, does uh, my school count? Yeah, <laughs> what book? are you reading in school? What yeah, do you teach what, what the you children? Flowers of Algernon. Oh, <laughs> a classic. Wait, yeah. hold on. No, we're not, he was going to do the whole bit. The brother of Menelaus. Yeah. He's not in on it. You mean Agamemnon. <laughs> I don't know. I was waiting for Hollywood Nick. Hollywood Squares. No, that's uh, Tom Bergeron. <laughs> right? Or did I mess this up yeah, already? No, we're good. We did it. Okay. We did the bit well. <laughs> well, we missed Harrison Bergeron, which is actually what I thought Flowers for Algernon <laughs> is. This is the sad one with the kitten crushing? No. Uh, that, that's that's Mice, Mice and Men. Mice and Men, yeah. I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's sad. this one about? So about this guy Charlie, who is uh, mentally challenged, and he is picked to have a procedure done on him by doctors to implant a device in his brain. He gets smart, and before before that, he's quote unquote racing this mouse. The mouse is going through a maze, and he has to on on a piece of paper do his own maze, and they race faster than the mouse. Yeah, and the mouse always beat him. And he would all—he freaked out one time. Well, they're the smartest animal on earth. Yeah. So, so uh, they both had the procedure done to them. How would it affect the mouse? How would it affect the human? And it just seems like Char- a wash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charlie became smart and decided that he wanted to. What happened help. to the mouse? How did it, did it get? The mouse also started smart? deteriorating oh. after Charlie was like the smartest he's ever been. So the mouse wound up dying. And it, it was foreshadowing, like, this is what's going to happen to Charlie. So, little by little, like, he, the in the book, he's writing diary entries, so it's first person. I'm and a big fan of this hit, book, actually. When he starts, <laughs> yeah, when he starts writing terrible... Uh, grammar mistakes. Grammar, yeah. yeah. And then it's perfect. And then when he starts deteriorating, it's back to terrible. And we 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 actually finishing it tomorrow, but the kids already know what's going to happen because of the other kids, so... Oh, yeah. someone spoiled it? Yeah. Oh, oh, spoil it follows for that kid. Stupid spoil nerds. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's one of the coolest. It's not very long, but uh, I, I hadn't read it until this year. Oh, school. really? Yeah. Never read it as a student. So I thought it was very interesting. That's that's one of the books that like really st- sticks out in my mind of my middle school days. Yeah. Flowers for Algernon was a good, good one. I so you expecting tears out of your children? Uh, me maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
I if don't, you don't get tears, you're clearly not that great of a teacher. Because that's a moving book. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> you ever read Harrison Bergeron? No. That's a good one. <laughs> well, we, we did the bit. No, but it's a real book. <laughs> stop doing the No, it's a real book. <laughs> it's post-apocalyptic. It's pretty badass. Is it good for middle schoolers? I think I read it in high school, so no. <laughs> All right. I think people die. Well, this one's sad, too. Well, middle, middle school books are different nowadays than they were when we were growing up. What do you up. mean? Well, there's less racial slurs, I bet. They're all no, on they, iPads? It's like they deal, <laughs> they deal with death, murder, all this stuff, and they're like they're reading this. And we dealt with that. They're, yeah. they're, they're analyzing the literature behind it. I'm like, what? I <laughs> did that. Maybe you just didn't pay attention in school. Oh, I did. I got good grades. Yeah. Right? He's the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's just different because we we didn't read these books back then. Maybe I was in the dumb classes. I don't know. <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> maybe. maybe yeah. How much chalk did you eat? That's a good clue. Ooh, yeah. Like three pounds per. That's see, there it is. Well, per, oh, per quarter. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too bad. <laughs> You're mediocre because it just it accumulates in your lungs too. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna move no, on. You got chalk lung. <laughs> Will. Damn it. <laughs> you reading anything good? Uh, I'm free to cheat. I'm giving you the no, best. No, I'm, I'm still working my way through uh, Norse mythology. Oh, yes, the Neil Gaiman book. Y- yeah. Uh-oh. Not, oh, no. It's not Neil's fault. It's the source material. It's just not the most interesting. Turns out myths, very basic. Yeah. You're like, oh, very they're true. making a point. I see. Yeah. Uh, I get it now. You're still going, though. <laughs> I just think ancient so people are... So more pages. Ancient Vikings were uh, denser and more drunk than I am. But yeah, it's 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 all right. It's better through Neil Gaiman's voice, but it's still not his best. I'm coming off of Neverwhere and American Gods, which are like his right. peak stuff. So yeah, it, it, like I don't know. I might move on. I just found out the Coraline is a Neil Gaiman book. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And so I might just move right on to Coraline. That's a good. Call. That is one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sewing buttons into your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's I, terrifying. Well, you know I hate. Uh, nightmare puppets, murder, like yeah. horror puppets, mm-hmm. and that's big. Claymation's, it's close enough. <laughs> so, yeah, they, those things legitimately terrify me. Yeah, and I know that, like, things you hate, you love to expose yourself to. Constantly. <laughs> so. Well, I don't, like, I'm not, I'm afraid of tons of things, but when it comes to, like, horror movie, I, like, I'm not afraid of, like, horror stuff. It's very rare that I can find something that terrifies me, so it's, like, a fun. Right. Like, I can't, I can't watch anything with ghosts. I'm like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. I don't believe a ghost has ever murdered a person. afraid of no ghosts? No, I ain't afraid of any ghosts. <laughs> is my version of the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, so it's finding stuff that scares me. I, I There's only a couple of movies, and I, I love them. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I listened to a podcast. We're going to pretend it's an audio book. No. Uh, have you guys heard about S-Town? It's like it's like the big thing right now. Uh, it's like the it's this American Life and Serial those guys. Okay, uh, NPR. Yeah, NPR. Uh, they made a a documentary called S Town. Oh wait, and S stands for an expletive, and it's about a town in Alabama. And uh, he receives this email about how there was a murder that got covered up. And this kid was beaten to death, and he either was killed or he became paraplegic and disappeared. And it was all covered up by a lumberyard. Hard for a 
paraplegic person to disappear. To disappear, yeah. I know. <laughs> Not going to get far. <laughs> you think. Uh, and it was covered up by this like lumberyard because they're like the big business in town, so they own the police. Uh, and the the first episode is about this murder, and then it more just becomes about the people of this town. Uh, there's a twist that I won't ruin. Unlike it, <laughs> it's, it, it, it follows. It's, it follows. Ah. <laughs> there's, it just follows and it kills you. Uh, but there's a twist in it, and it really changes the dynamic of the podcast. And it was like it was only seven episodes long, so I like enjoyed it in two days and got through it. Very cool experience. Very like well written, and like it's not a linear story, so it's not like you start at A and you end up at B. It's kind of just like each is just a slice of life of this town and and the people in it. So each one kind of stands up on its own independently, but you still should listen to them in order. Uh, it's a good way to spend a few hours. So I highly recommend S-Town. Uh, of course, after you're done listening to 175 episodes of yeah. the Plus Two Comedy yeah. Podcast, of course. We're a linear story, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We've, we're kind of in a slump uh, right now. <laughs> Really stretching out this season, but... Uh, He's Nick's right here. <laughs> I'm blaming the whole season. <laughs> Nick, we're going to throw it back to you. Going to need you to bring us out of this slump. Oh, man. What you, what you playing? You playing anything good? Uh, Madden Mobile. How about that? Madden Mobile? Like yeah. on your phone? Yeah. There's a Madden for your phone? Yeah, there is. Is, is it the same as regular Madden? Yeah. Did it cost $60? Cuz no, it costs $60 free. every year. You can you can spend money on the app playing uh, getting, you know, new players or whatever where you can build your team. It, it takes a while, but I've actually been immersed in that since uh, the beginning of the football season. Uh, so I'm more of a sports uh gamer. Okay. So There's nothing I, wrong with that. No, no. So I've always played like baseball games, football games, uh you know, those are the main two. But there's a baseball game on my phone too. But well, how does Madden work on your phone? Like, is it, are you still like running plays? Or? Yeah, you pick them. Uh, but do you, you play? You point them? in the yeah, direction you where you throw. The... Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's like PlayStation. You're playing. If you're playing a friend, you you're only on offense. You don't run your defense. Okay, so that makes sense. I go against their defense. They go against my defense when with the ball. So. It's it's interesting. You get uh, no time really if you go head to head. So there's no timing you got to worry about. It's a drive, and if you don't get a touchdown within four downs or move the ball to a first down, then you don't get points. And it's the other person's turn. I do know how football works, Nick. No, 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 not no. This game. I'm talking about this game. Yeah, of football. <laughs> I have heard of football. I just don't understand how you play it on your phone. You mean phone. soccer or football? American football. football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> football. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's I just think it would be cooler if the QB had swamp magic. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, that would be much better. I, do too. I think football's poorly written. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like one of those things where, like, you run a play and then it's like, you're out of plays. Wait three no, hours no, or yeah. pay 50 not, cents. Well, God, no. I would never be able to handle that. <laughs> Why do they keep putting Tom Brady over, do you think? <laughs> He's just, I don't know, man. He's like the John Cena of the he NFL. I thought that was Britt Favre. <laughs> yeah, because John Cena is like almost universally beloved. Mm. No, 
he, see, he's come around. You, you need. We need to work on your wrestling fandom knowledge. Yeah, yeah it was on the internet. They love him. <laughs> he of is he, becoming more liked, I think. Yes. since as he two years away ago from when wrestling. Kevin Owens came up. Yeah, he had a few with Kevin Owens. Great matches, and I think that kind of turned everyone. Yeah. Like, wow! Like he's a, he is a really good performer. Yeah, we were sick of him winning for a while, uh, and yeah. he always had the belt. He beat mm. the Rock, and I paid four hundred dollars to see it. Ooh. I was very upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we were there. Oh yeah, I've run into you in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, WrestleMania. We went to WrestleMania. It was great. Uh-huh. Did you go to any of the indie shows? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> damn. <laughs> No, because I, I I went up there late Saturday night, so I was up there by like three a.m. Oh, so, you're so really everything was already done. We we went to WrestleCon, and then uh, my fiance decided we were going to go to the Harry Potter experience. That sounds fun. I really couldn't argue because I was going to make her sit through seven hours of wrestling. <laughs> so it was a good Harry Potter experience as well. Dude, <laughs> and I I don't know this world. Do indie wrestling shows just follow? The WWE around, like yeah, gypsy the, camps? For WrestleMania, yeah. There's a convention <laughs> called More Than Mania. And since they know that it's like the largest collection of wrestling fans that there's going to be in the world. Set up they're like, shop hey, around it. we're going to do a show like from Friday night until WrestleMania happens. Maybe we'll even do a show after Mania. Come, come and see us. Because I think we should go to like Louis C.K. shows. In the, hang out in the parking lot with like a speaker and just start doing comedy as people are coming out. That's not a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start like a whole call. There'll just be a bunch of open mics that open up outside of uh, professional comedian shows. That, that was something that I was discussing with uh, Jeremy Riley, just doing shows just like randomly on the street and like aggressively. <laughs> like, like setting up a podcast in the middle of a comic book store and kind of just forcing yeah, people to not, listen to it. not really asking if they want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Will? What have you been playing? Uh, I'm trying to get in more board games. Yep. And I, uh, I got Red Dragon Inn, which is a, I thought was a favorite of mine. Never yep. play it? It's like a, a drinking game board game. Uh, okay. Made by nerds. So like their understanding of drinking is very uh, like sitcom-y. Okay, and the idea is that you have you have money and you have drunkenness, or it's basically your health. And if you run out of money or if you get too drunk, you're out. Gotcha. And so it's there's characters that work with money. There's characters that their deal is they they can just drink a lot, and it's a lot of fun. The problem is they've, which it's a silly game, but they've done this thing called power creep, which is like each expansion, everybody's better. Oh. So yeah, I played with. I was like, I just got this game, and the guys I played with were like, well, we have all the expansions. I'm like, well, I'm just going to be this Newt Scamander looking guy from my. It's, the, it's just the basic game, and I want to play with my guy. And I'm going to be drunky Mitch, yeah, Mick Rick like dog and drunk, drunk the science witch, and like my <laughs> robot drinks for me, and I can't get drunk. I'm like, oh, Newt, Sc- <laughs> Newt Scamander pulls a rabbit out of his hat, <laughs> and I get a gold coin for it. So yeah, that is horribly unbalanced. Yeah, that sounds sounds like a good nerd board game. So I just beat them up in real life. Yeah, pay it away. Uh, real quick, because we're a little short on time, uh, I got to play some Frisbee golf. Ooh. It's the best. I believe it's called disc golf, sir. It is. <laughs> <laughs> For the laymans out there that are listening to this podcast, it's Frisbees, but disc golf. Uh, I did not expect to be sore the next day, because it's just... Like, like actual golf, uh, 
it's about finesse and technique. Mm-hmm. But if you knew, you just want to, you know, do it as hard as possible. So I was just trying to throw, and I was throwing too hard, and then all my muscles got sore. <laughs> but this uh, golf, great game, super I've played fun. it a couple times. I, I do enjoy it. I'm, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really easy to be terrible at it. Yeah, dr- driving is really hard. Yeah, it's... The thing is, I never feel like it goes far enough. Nope. Like, every time I throw, I was like, well, I guess I'm just terrible at this. <laughs> you walk over there and get it. Also, you're trained to throw Frisbees at people. Yeah. And if you throw it and then you have to go get it, it's usually because you messed up. <laughs> so the whole time, you just kind of feel like you messed up. Like, I should have a caddy dog. Yes. It's super fun, especially if you have someone else's discs and you throw one in the river by mistake. Uh, well, this someone might have just gotten them from a river. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it was, there was a lot Inside of jokes for one person. Yeah. They're here. <laughs> they get to enjoy them. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be playing more disc golf because it's fun. And I, I played that on Wii. And it's it's a it's more of a workout than I was prepared for. Uh, so how's then, the weed disc golf? Is that a workout? Uh, yeah, all that's right. pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't partake, but and apparently that meant I was doing it wrong. Uh, so we like to no, we already geeked out. Cut oh, that out of the show. He said sweet. Oh, I thought he said weed. Yeah, I put it together. All right. <laughs> all right, well, th- thank God we got that cleared up. Yeah. We end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, oh I brought this killer Sonic the Hedgehog wallet. Ooh. It's a wallet that you can put money in, and it's got Sonic on it. Well, he's going fast. And, and he's getting injured. I don't know why they would go with that picture of Sonic. It's <laughs> a very <laughs> pro-robotnik. Yeah, yeah it's, it's anti-Sonic propaganda wallet. So that's what we're putting up. Nick, what did you bring? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> so I'm the wrestling guy, right? Okay. Yes, you are. And we all, we, we like Sting. I like I, Sting. I love Sting. Okay. Well, That I'm was sorry. a guy from my, oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sting's best. Oh. TNA. The TNA oh. best of Sting. Let oh. me tell you how much I love these DVDs. Because <laughs> I have the Jeff Hardy one, and it's just the worst <laughs> thing ever. I, I might just try to collect all the TNA DVDs. I have a Kurt Angle one, too. So but. now I super want to win this. Uh, so do it, Will. Uh, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to put up a prize for us to win. So <gasps> we put up these great prizes. What do we have this week? Will has a question. Yeah, well, okay. So I saw this out there, and I was wondering, hey, hey, is Pop Secret coming to pre-pop back? Yes. Because that sounds awesome. All right, and first off, first off, it's Pop Secret. Let the audience know. I said Pop Secret. Not You said it way too late. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. What? You're, continue. You are absolutely high right now. <laughs> continue. And it's Kettle Corn, which yes. I like, and R2-D2's on it. Yes. Okay. Well, it's Pop Secret. It's supposed to be a secret if it made popping noises in your microwave. It would alarm everyone that you're making popcorn. What? What is wrong with you? Pop Secret's microwave popcorn. Does anyone else have any stuff? No? Do you think there's a stealth brand of popcorn? That's what Pop Secret is. No, it's not. It's supposed to be... It's supposed to... (laughs) What? We gotta get through this game, gang. 
Hey, did you turn that mic on? I did. All right, introduce yourself, please. It's Laura. What is wrong with you today? Yeah, what's going on? You all right, buddy? Having a bad day. (laughs) I know for a fact there's a box of Pop Secret in your house that has been there, like, since you moved in. (laughs) Yeah, and when you put it in the microwave, it's a real quiet pop because it's a secret. Matter of fact, I've had it and you've never known. Cause it's, secret. <laughs> it's so secret, the box has just stayed sealed this whole time. Yeah, it's covert popcorn. We cut a secret hole in the bottom. <laughs> just pulling them out. Uh, so we're going to play a game we haven't played in a while. We're going to play Landmind. I'm going to ask you a multiple choice question. Three of the answers... You are already upset at having multiple choice. <laughs> just reminding of a word. Uh, could it be true-false? <laughs> <laughs> Three of the answers are correct. All you have to do is stay away from picking the landmine, the incorrect answer. So everyone will answer every question. So the way to win is don't be wrong. Yeah, just don't be wrong. Will, we'll start with you. All right. Three of the following four franchises have had a wrestling video game. Okay. American Gladiators, Def Jam, Popeye, and The Simpsons. Uh, The Simpsons, I know, is correct. Will goes with The Simpsons. Nick? You can't pick The Simpsons now. Can you list them again? It's American Gladiators, Def Jam, and Popeye. American Gladiators. American Gladiators. I want to say Popeye, because that's real stupid. It is real stupid. Uh, Well, The Simpsons is is correct. It's one of the worst video Mm -hmm. games ever made. I believe Groundskeeper Willie pulled a rake out. Yes. (laughs) I played it. Uh... (laughs) Def Jam Vendetta is a wrestling game with uh, rappers. Yep. I also knew that one was correct. (laughs) And uh, one of the earlier games there, in fact, was a wrestling Popeye game. What? So American Gladiators is incorrect. That's one landmine for Nick. Yeah, in your face. Of course. Guy who came out here to be on our show. (laughs) Nick, uh, three of the following four professional wrestlers... Have tried MMA. <laughs> Batista, Alberto Del Rio, Bobby Lashley, and Steve Blackman. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman. <sighs> I learned who he was today. I don't know who any of these people What are the last two? Uh, Batista and Alberto Del Rio. I don't know. Is it Batista, I've heard of. Is that wrong? <laughs> Go with Batista. Batista's a guardian of the galaxy. Yeah, he I mean he fights real good as Drac. Uh, Bobby Lashley Drax. has the most MMA uh, matches. He did get beat up pretty bad though. It was it was not good. Uh, Batista undefeated in MMA. Ooh, because he only fought once. Did he use he, a knife? And he fought a guy that was like known for losing. He fought like a fat guy. That's really smart. <laughs> That's who I fought too. <laughs> and I found this out recently, uh, but Alberto Del Rio was an MMA fighter and he actually wrestled in a mask and he got super knocked out and it was super fun to watch. Steve Blackman has never done MMA. He beat up JBL. He did beat up JBL. So he's good by me. <laughs> that is a landmine for Lar. So that's one for Nick, one for Lar. None for Will. Yeah. I was going to take my popcorn. Batista. I'm going to eat it too. I'm taking it back. No, you're not. Fight you. There are rules. We are fighting with our brains. <laughs> It's a brain fight. <laughs> Laura, uh, in Japan, uh, they have a, a title that's similar to the WWE 24-7 title. 
known as the uh, Japanese Iron Man Heavyweight Championship that has to be defended at all times and has actually been won by children, referees, and objects. Three of the following have been Iron Man Heavyweight Champions. Uh, a miniature dachshund, a, a blow-up doll, a stuffed chicken, and a framed picture of Denzel Washington. A blow-up doll. I think I saw that. A blow-up doll. Well, that's the one that someone told me. Um, so I, I want it to be Denzel. I will. I'm going to will it to be true. Denzel Washington. Uh, stuffed chicken, first one. Stuffed chicken or a, a miniature dachshund. Miniature dachshund. Miniature dachshund. All of these have been Iron Man champion, except a framed picture uh, of Denzel Washington. The only one that makes sense. <laughs> it's also been won by a ladder. A ladder, three-time champion. I thought that out. makes perfect sense. <laughs> I was though. doing research. I've seen many a ladder defeat a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not good at climbing them. No. They're really strict about that last two rungs. You can't like that's that up against there. OSHA rules. <laughs> uh, Will, uh, three of the following have won an Oscar. Ooh, a frame picture of Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Your choices are Eminem, Oprah Winfrey, Eddie Murphy, and Nicolas Cage. Ooh. Hmm. I know who I don't want it to be. Okay, interesting. So, <laughs> we're, uh, I'm going to go with Oprah. Oprah. Because she's wonderful. She is. She gives people cars. Mm-hmm. She's done other things. Nick? <laughs> I'll go Eminem. Eminem? Who are the last two? Uh, Eddie Murphy and Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage won for leaving Las Vegas, didn't he? Nicolas Cage sure. won for leaving Las Vegas. Nice. Uh, Eddie Murphy uh, was nominated for Dreamgirls, but didn't win. Uh, Eminem won for Best Song for 8 Mile, and Oprah Winfrey actually won a humanitarian So I figured it was something like that. Oh, I thought she won for The Color Purple. I thought so, too, but when I did my research, it didn't say that. So. <laughs> didn't she... I guess she didn't write it. She did something to do with Secret Life of Bees, didn't she? Yeah, that Produced movie didn't it? get nominated no. for anything. You get Oscars for producing? Yeah, uh, that's what Best Pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't win for the butler either. Which, nah. Yeah. So uh, everyone's got one landmine. Uh, Nick, we're going to start with you on this one. Uh, which of the following are the top three of IGN's most hated Pokemon? I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know who any of these Pokemon are. That oh, makes cool. sense. There's Burmy. There's Cascoon. There's Gothita. And there's Love Disc. <laughs> oh, I know Love Disc. I'll go. Is, what was the second one? Casco? Cascoon. Cascoon. Laura? I'm going to go Gothica. Gothica. I didn't like that movie. Gothita? Sure. What was the other two? Burmy or Love Disc? Love Disc? Uh, it's a fish that's shaped like a heart. It's one of them. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, it's very dumb. Uh, the most hated Pokemon, according to IGN, is Burmy. Number Uh-oh. two being Cascone. Oh, no. And number three. Being Gothita. <gasps> Love Disc womp, womp. was number four in the most hated Pokemon. All right. I think Gothita's a Lolita girl Pokemon. Because, you know. Yeah, uh, of course she is. Because, you know, you're going to buy it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Laura? Yeah. I have the top three most expensive autographs 
Babe Ruth, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> and John Lennon. John Lennon. I feel like two of those are real hard to authenticate. Have they appraised the Declaration of Independence? I'm going to say John Lennon. I'm going to ask Nick Cage. Well, I wasn't paying attention. What's, what is, what's left? <laughs> you got Babe Ruth, you got George Washington, you got Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln? Sure. Great Nick. emancipator. Babe Ruth. All right. Hip hop. A uh, Abe Lincoln autograph is worth three point seven million dollars. That feels like a lot. How do you prove that? I signed probably some presidential stuff. If you sign, say, like an Emancipation Proclamation, mm-hmm. that's expensive. Every weekend, Nick Cage is in the Library of Congress, just grabbing stuff. So it's all it's out there. Uh, John Lennon is worth uh, $525,000. Ooh. Babe Ruth is worth uh, $388,000. And George Washington is worth $9.8 million. That means with only one landmine, Laura is our winner. As, as it is always. <laughs> Now I'm hungry. Take take your things. No. <laughs> take your pop secret. Eat it secretly. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for coming. Uh, Nick, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick Bacone and uh, follow my wrestling pay-per-view recaps at phillyvoice.com and for Philly sports, phillyinfluencer.com. And where can we hear your podcast? Every Friday night, live from six to seven on WildfireRadio.com, and we'll have uh, we'll talk about the Superstar Shakeup tomorrow. Ooh. We're coming to WWE Whatever again. Whatever that is, yeah, <laughs> with uh, Philly.com, Vaughn Johnson. Every Friday, six to seven on WildfireRadio.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio. And any other podcast that I got to get up on all those. <laughs> yeah. Will, anything to add? I think the secret is that R2 has the Death Star plans, right? That's the pop secret? Yeah, yeah. He's got them in his database. I explained this already. The pop secret is <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Se- it is secret popcorn. Uh, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Upcoming shows include uh, next week on the 13th, we are going to have Bob, the owner of this very store on the show. What? To explain how wonderful this store is. Then on the 20th, we're canceled. I'll be at uh, Brickfest. So come see me at Brickfest in Oaks, PA. I'll be talking Legos. Yeah. Yay. And as always, we'd like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Good night. Secret.